episode 109 of the Aggressive Progressive Podcasts. People are getting their shots and the masks are coming off. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. Welcome to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. I am Chris Hahn, a.k.a. the Aggressive Progressive. So uh, I did get my daughter vaccinated on Friday. Um, It took a little bit longer than it took me. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, They've opened it up now to walk-ins. I had to have an appointment when I got mine. And I actually got mine at a private pharmacy. Not a private pharmacy. uh, Not a public sector pharmacy, but a name brand nationally known pharmacy that I made an appointment through their website. I made an appointment through the state of New York's website for my daughter's vaccination, but vaccines were also open at this location uh, for anybody who wanted to walk in. And I got to tell you, a lot of people were walking in. So it was both hopeful because there were so many people and and they were efficient considering how many people showed up. Um, But I did wind up waiting about an hour for my daughter's uh, vaccination where when I did mine at the pharmacy, uh, I was in and out. You know, I, I showed up, I signed a form, they gave me the shot, I waited, the, I didn't wait the full 15 minutes, I know you probably should have, but 10 minutes into it, I was like, I don't think anything's going to happen to me, and I left, and I, I, I think I got a chicken sandwich somewhere, I, it, <laughs> it's no joke, um, so uh, I'm happy that uh, she started a vaccination, and she'll complete it in a couple of weeks, and then we will be good to go, and earlier last week on Wednesday, probably the day Many of you listen to this podcast because I have, I have a big crowd on Tuesday when it comes out, and I have a bigger crowd on Wednesday, the next day. Um, the CDC decided that they were going to scrap the mask mandate. Now, I'm all for that. Uh, if you are fully vaccinated, you don't need a mask according to the science. It's very unlikely you're going to get it. If you do get it, it's not going to be much more than a cold Um, We don't wear masks to protect against the common cold. But I don't know if I said this to you guys last week or I said this on my radio show or I just said it on Twitter. I didn't get a cold or anything this winter. Nothing. And I did not hide in my house. I had to work. I went to radio stations uh, to work. I uh, was the shopper in the family primarily when I did a lot of shopping. Uh, So and I didn't get sick. Now, I don't get sick very often. But I, I do, you know, think wearing a mask might be a good idea during cold and flu season. I don't know. I, I'm thinking about it. Uh, don't think I'm weird. I just don't want to be breathing in people's germs. I also think the fist bump is hard. Now, it's hard to not shake people's hands and not even give people hugs. I, you know, I, I went to an event uh, with a lot of vaccinated people uh, yesterday and there was a lot of people I hadn't seen in well over a year there. And uh, there were a lot of handshakes and a lot of hugs and a few kisses on the cheek. And I got to tell you, I didn't even think about COVID because I've got my vaccine. I'm past my two weeks of waiting to be fully vaccinated. Felt good. Have not yet gone to the movies, America. I think I'm waiting for my daughter to get her final one and then we'll all go together because she likes the movies too. I did watch a movie with her. You know, she wanted to watch this movie, It. And I just don't like horror movies. Not because I get scared. I don't get scared. I think they're ridiculous. And and Stephen King, you know, one of the best horror writers ever. The Shining, classic. 
Uh, the movie Stand By Me, which is based on his book The Body, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Um, you know, lots of great stuff that he's done. Carrie, Christine, all these, you know, great horror movies. This is not one of them. I'm sorry. It's just not. This clown is not scary. The plot makes no sense. It's, it's, I, you know, I don't know if it's the book or the adaptation to screen, but it definitely wasn't for me. So I'm glad I didn't pay to see that in the theaters, but I did watch it. Um, so yeah, so we'll be getting, and I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm sorry. I'm tired. It's been a long, long week. I hope you are all, yeah, you know, doing the best you can, uh, to get through this crisis, getting vaccinated. So one of the things that caught my attention this week that drove me a little nuts was Ricky Schroeder, you know, the kid from the champ, the kid from silver spoons, the guy, the man who grew up to be on uh, NYPD Blue, yelling at a guy at Costco who is just doing his job saying, look, it's our store policy that you wear a mask. Now, look, the CDC says if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. Now, I don't know if Ricky Schroeder is is vaccinated, frankly. This is what I worry about most, right? I'm, I'm looking at this, and here's what I'm thinking. Ricky Schroeder has turned into some crazy Trump guy. I would think that most of these crazy Trump guys aren't going to get vaccinated. And I've been talking to a lot of them, and they're not. And I'm trying really hard to convince them to do it. And I, the state of New York's trying. You know, de Blasio's offering free hamburgers. The state of Ohio is giving you a million a chance to win a million dollars in a lottery. They're trying to get people vaccinated. I think the crazy Trump, Trump guys are the first guys to take off their mask and the last guys to be vaccinated. And, you know, it, it creates a moral dilemma for me. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to be the one who gives that person COVID. But is it my responsibility to continue to protect these people if they won't protect themselves? Is it our responsibility? We have been responsible. I have been responsible throughout this entire pandemic. I have been as responsible as anyone. I wear my mask. I sanitize. I avoid large crowds. I try to stay six feet away from people. I haven't been going out to dinner indoors. I have been very, very good. When the vaccine came out, I said, the minute I'm eligible to get it, I'm going to go get it. I was eligible on Tuesday uh, about six or seven weeks ago. By Friday, I was vaccinated. And the only reason I wasn't vaccinated on Tuesday when I became eligible is because I couldn't find an appointment. I got my daughter vaccinated the minute she was eligible to be vaccinated. My wife got vaccinated a couple of weeks before I did. I have been taking the precautions. I have been doing the work. And I have seen these people out there running around like maniacs, caring not for me, not for my family, not for their fellow Americans. Am I supposed to continue to protect them? Now, make... You know, this is not to downplay Ricky Schroeder. I don't know what you call a man, Karen, but I guess we should start calling them Schroeder, right? He's yelling at this guy doing his job. The people at Costco can hold a higher standard. They don't have to say, well, the CDC said that it's okay to take off your mask. Costco employees might want to keep their masks on because they know that Ricky Schroeder and other MAGA hat wearing people coming into their 
uh, their store may not be vaccinated and thus can pass it on to them. The vaccine is not 100% effective. It's very effective. It's 95% effective for most. And it's pretty much effective about keeping you out of the hospital. But do you really, do you want to get sick? Do you want to just get COVID? Is it my responsibility? Is it our responsibility? Because I'm sure the people listening to this podcast, for the most part, are very responsible people. And this is a moral question we're going to have to ask. And I think at some point we're going to have to say, we've done what we can for you. We will make this vaccine to continue to be available to you. It's up to you to take it. You know, I always say, I always say my leadership style is more like Morpheus from uh, The Matrix. I can only show you the door. You have to walk through the door. I have shown, and I think other smart, science-believing Americans have shown these people the door. Here is the door. If you want to be opened, if you want to have less of an opportunity to get this disease, if you want to get to herd immunity so that we could just kill it once and for all, walk through this door. Take the vaccine. And until you get that vaccine, until you're two weeks gone from getting that vaccine, keep your freaking mask on. That's what the CDC said. They didn't say masks off for everybody. No, no. Masks off if you're vaccinated. How much longer do I have to put up with this? How much longer do we have to put up with these people in this country who won't believe science? They won't believe their friends and neighbors. I Look, I have been telling people, I've been begging people that I know who I like, okay? And, and I want to be very clear. I have some friends and acquaintances who are on the other side of the aisle who do get their news from crazy places. And I still like them. I don't want them to die a horrible COVID-19 death. I don't even want them to get the horrible COVID-19 sickness that so many people have gotten, including people very close to me, my parents. I would like this to come to an end. I have made it clear what they need to do. But that's all I can do. I can't, I can't, you know, hijack them and give them a shot without their permission. I'm not going to do that. So America, we have to figure this out. We have to figure out how much longer we're going to just put up with this nonsense. And then we just say, okay, you're on your own. Now, is there some risk to people who are vaccinated? Of course. Or is the bigger risk is that these variants could develop in these unvaccinated communities and the variants can be resistant to the virus. I mean, sorry, to the uh, to, to the vaccine. So yes, these selfish Americans are putting us at risk. The problem is we all want to move on. And they're not letting us. They never took it seriously. These are the same people who were flouting the rules, arguing at Costco, arguing at Shake Shack, Starbucks that, they, you know, I don't need to put on a mask. I know my rights. I'm My doctor says I don't need it. They're same people, Karens and Schroeders. That's what we're going to call them, Schroeders. By the way, every person I know with the name Karen is a lovely person. I don't know how that became the name for a woman who's, you know, asking to see the manager. So I'm going to keep saying it because people know it. But for all the Karens out there who I am friends with, 
know that I am not saying this about you personally. Just want you to know. But Schroeder's, Ricky Schroeder, I am saying this about you personally. I believe that as a nation, male Karens should forever be known as Schroeders. I mean, do we need to make it clearer? Ricky Schroeders? Should we just call them Ricky Schroeders? Should we call him the kid from the champ? He's acting like the kid from the champ. So many people don't get that reference. I, I made that reference the other day on Twitter. People are like, what's the champ? <laughs> it was a great movie. I can't remember. The guy who started it, I think, was also ridiculous. Um, became ridiculous as an adult. I can't remember. I can't even remember. I know that Ricky Schroeder was a kid in it. That's all. I don't remember who the star was. But somebody's like, yeah, two horrible people. I'm like, what? Who Who is the star? I, I don't know. I'm going to move on from, from that. I just, I, I, these people are ruining it for the rest of us. We're all ready to get back. I'm ready to go to the movies. I'm ready to go to the beach. You know, New York State, they're lifting all capacity requirements uh, with the exception of stadiums and things of that nature immediately. It's happening this week. We're going to be back to 100%. People are going to want to go back to work. They're going to go back to eating out and going out and being with friends and hugging people. I got to put up with this nonsense. We got to continue to put up with this nonsense from these people. How long? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not giving it forever. I'll tell you that. I'll put up with it for a little while, but it's not forever. They're not going to follow the rules anyway. They think the rules don't apply to them because they follow dear leader who didn't follow any rules. So... We'll see what happens. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm coming right back. I got no guest today. You're just going to have to listen to me rant a little bit more, uh, or you could not, <laughs> but uh, hopefully you do. I truly appreciate all the support you're showing me. Continue to tell your friends about this podcast. Stick around. I'll be right back. So um, I do want to talk for a minute about the Supreme Court which we've talked about before on the show, and I'll talk about it a little bit right now. They are taking up some of these cases from, you know, these southern states that have passed these very restrictive abortion bans. I think uh, the state of Mississippi's ban kicks in at 15 weeks, so three months. Some people don't even know, you know, I I mean, I guess it's hard not to know you're, you're pregnant at 15 weeks, but... You know, you you might not know the health of the child. You might not know the sex of the child. It's a, not that that should be reasons for people to to end their pregnancy. But this is seen as a first step towards just banning choice in America. And with Trump's judges on the bench, Amy Coney Barrett, I keep calling her uh, Comey Bryant, which is like, you know, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, it is very possible that you're going to see choice rolled back by this court, if not eliminated altogether. I mean, this could be a case where they could just rule that choice is unconstitutional. Uh, I don't think that they're willing to go that far, but if they do, we have got to make them pay for it in the polls. This has been an issue that has been a clear divide between the Democrats and and the Republicans for basically 50 years. And yes, there have been some pro-choice Republicans and there have been some anti-choice Democrats. I get it. But the vast majority 
of both parties have made their made their stances very, very clear on this issue. It is a danger. This is what the consequence of the 2016 election is and will be for the foreseeable future. And, and you know, there was a trend on Twitter earlier in the week about packing the court. Get it out of your head. That is never going to happen. The way Democrats will change the Supreme Court is by staying in power in the United States Senate in 2022 and 2024 and reelecting Joe Biden. Those elections, and there's, you know, 2022 is going to be a big election. I don't really know what's going to happen. I think the Democrats should pick up a seat in the Senate and probably lose the House thanks to gerrymandering. And yes, I say gerrymandering, it's gerrymandering. The guy's name was Elbridge Gerry, and I happen to be married to one of his descendants. So, you know, we talk about it that way. They're going to pick up the House. Now, look, I don't think all these Trump voters are coming out without Trump on the ballot. I mean, we saw what happened in 2018. They stayed home. Democrats won. Democrats came out because they were angry. Trump voters said, Trump's not on the ballot. I don't really care. Republicans are going to be at war with themselves. That's very sure. I mean, we've I've talked at I've talked way too much about Liz Cheney the last couple of weeks. We know what happened last week. That's done. The Republicans are at war with each other. I don't know why Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzenberger, I don't know why these people stay Republicans. I've said that a million times. I don't know that they're going to stay Republicans long term. They're there now. But I don't think, I, I don't know how they could possibly stay long term in that party. So we've, we've got to take it to them. We've got to make them pay for these decisions. They're taking that case up. The decision will be known before the midterm elections. That is a very dangerous thing for Republicans. And I know that that would fire up their base, but not as much as it's going to fire up women in this country and other people like myself who support a woman's right to choose. It's going to fire them up. People, you know, you know, there, there are more people in this country that believe that this is not a decision that should be between the government and a woman, but between a woman and her doctor. And if she so believes in God, God And I have said this before, and I'll say this again. Reasonable people can disagree about choice. Reasonable people can have a different opinion about when life begins. There will always be a debate in this country about choice. But I think it's unreasonable for the government to dictate that decision on anyone, just as I would think it would be unreasonable for the government to dictate how you worship God. So I don't understand why these conservative people who want government out of their lives are so content with a government so small it will fit inside a woman's vagina. I don't understand how those same people coexist with each other. There are certain places a government shouldn't go. Right, A government should not be forcing decisions on you. The same people, the very same people who will not take this vaccine are the same people 
who want the government to tell women what they can do with their bodies. And I think that's just wrong and hypocritical. So get ready. These court cases are coming. If the Republican majority on that court, and it's sad that I have to say it like that because there really shouldn't be Republican or Democratic judges or justices. They should just be justices. They should be above politics, but they are not. Thank you, Mitch McConnell. These justices have a a, a really tough decision to make. Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh have written their entire careers about how Roe v. Wade was a bad decision. They are, uh, in Kavanaugh's case, a devout Catholic. I think the same with Coney Barrett. She was a professor at Notre Dame. I would imagine she's also a devout Catholic. It'll be very interesting to see how they decide this because if they if they decide this, either way, it could be bad for the Republicans' chances in the midterm because if you decide that that this is that you know you're going to keep choice legal, well now all these evangelicals who've been selling their soul to the devil, aka the former guy, to get you put on the bench are now going to say, why did we do this? And they will be discouraged from voting. If you, dis- if you decide it the other way, progressives across this country are going to, be, going to be on fire to get Democrats elected to the Senate and even maybe, maybe even try to hold on to the House. So let's see how it goes. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I feel politically it's a win-win for Democrats. But I think for the country, it's a bad thing. It's a horrible thing for the government to be in the bedroom. It's a horrible thing for the government uh, to be in a do- in between, you know, put between a doctor and, and a woman and a patient, any patient for that matter. It's a horrible thing. And no, that doesn't mean that I don't think that the government should regulate health, you know, safety and things of that nature. I, you know, that's fine. But telling me what I can or cannot do when it's perfectly safe, that is a, a that's a bridge too far in my mind. So keep an eye on that in the next couple of months. I'm sure I'll be talking about it and we'll talk about more. But I want to remind you now, as I always do, I know this is a short one, no guests, just me. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, keep telling your friends about this. I'll be back next week with a good guest. Don't worry about that. Uh, But I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast.